Hello and welcome back to Meraki Unboxed once again. My name is Simon Thompson, host of the show. It's great to have you with us, as I say, every two weeks, because yes, we put this podcast out every couple of weeks. And so I'm really happy that you've joined us again. And we're going to do things a little bit differently this time. We have focused quite extensively over the last several episodes on various areas of technology in the podcast. But I do want to stress that one of the things we tried to do with this right at the outset was to you know, introduce aspects of our company from a cultural perspective as well and our people perspective, because that's all very important. It's good for our uh, customers and our friends to know uh, who it is they're working with and what kind of organization we are. So we do like to mix that up on this podcast. Now, I do want to quickly add as well that if you have any contributions or ideas for podcast episodes you'd like us to do, I'm always open to suggestions. And in fact, that's how this particular episode came about, as we will discover shortly. So if you do have ideas, do please reach out to me and you can reach me really easily online on Twitter. I am at Meraki Simon. And just please send a comment, let us know what you think of the show, or better yet, come up with a suggestion or even ask to participate in it because we'd love to have you on as a part of this show. All right, so let's get into today's episode. And like I said, we're going to do things a little differently this time around, shifting away from the technology for a change. And we're going to really talk about some very important work that some of our employees are engaged in at Meraki, uh, which really is about giving back to our community and representing different members of our community as fully as we possibly can. Super important part of keeping the experience healthy at work. And it's been really important to do that this year with uh, everything that's been going on uh, with us all having to obviously work from home, uh, separated into our respective places, keeping everybody connected and really keeping the community of Meraki and also the communities that we are a part of connected as we can, super important. So with that, I'd like to introduce our three guests today. Karen, tell us all about yourself and what you do at Meraki. Sure. Thanks, Simon. Um, I'm Karen Liu. I'm one of the senior account managers covering the U.S. commercial market, specifically the Denver, Colorado region. In addition to my day-to-day job, I'm also the global lead for Meraki Gifts, which we will dive into in a little bit. Absolutely. Thank you. And we also have Arian with us. Arian, tell us about yourself. Hey, Simon. My name is Arian Brown. I am also an account executive, and I'm a team lead for my team out here in Chicago. I cover the St. Louis region. I've been here for about two years, and I am a co-lead for Connected Black Professionals at Meraki, which is also known as CBP. Awesome. The first three-letter acronym of this podcast episode, (laughs) and I'm, I'm sure it won't be the only one. All right. Thank you, Arian. And Zan, we have Zan with us as well. Zan, tell us about yourself. Yes. Hi, Simon. Um, just first, thanks for having us on. I really appreciate you just you know, giving this a shot. I think it's fun to experiment with different podcast ideas. So Absolutely. Uh, we're on an adventure together. For myself, you know, I, I personally have been in Meraki coming on nine years in January. So seeing company grow. But right now, I, I've seen the basically progression of my career go from U.S. commercial. Now I'm overseeing Northeast U.S. commercial Canada and uh, Latin America. Fantastic. And you said that so casually, nine years at Meraki. That's an achievement. You're up on me. And that means we, you were in before the acquisition by Cisco. So early 2012, I got that right? 
You got that right. I almost feel like Simon, we've known each other almost that uh, entire time. You're up there with me, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I was. I think I was July 2012. Those were fun times for sure. We were much, much smaller in company, but. One of the cool things is that we all know this, those of us who've been around for a while, is that the culture and feel at Meraki has really been consistently fantastic all the way through. It's really a big part of the reason I'm sure why Zan and I are still with the company. So welcome, Zan. It's great to have you on as well. Uh, so what we're going to do is get into a bit of a conversation around the main topic today, which is, as I said, related to these communities that we build both within Meraki and also the communities that we interface with externally. Karen, why don't you take us through and explain what Meraki Gives is all about? Give us some context for the conversation. Sure. So Meraki Gives is an ERO. And what that is, is an employee resource organization, which is a uh, group of people that form a community at Meraki in a subject that you, you're passionate about. So for Meraki Gives, it's giving back to the community. And our mission statement is to provide opportunities for Moroccans to connect with and give back to the community around us. And this spans from our core values where we can partner with nonprofit organizations, partner with other EROs like Connected Black Professionals to get everybody in caring deeply and positively influencing the world around us. So that's a, a quick snippet of who Meraki Gives is and why we're here. And what's the scope of this and how long has it been going? What sort of history have you got? I joined Meraki Gives about a year ago on the leadership team. And I started off in a role where I was the internal culture lead, really trying to drive these initiatives forward and then made my way to um, one of the global leads for Meraki Gives. And this project or ERO started several years before I even joined Meraki. I've been at Meraki for about two and a half years. And there was a couple of gals that were on our marketing team that were very passionate about the community, making an impact and giving back. So they started this Meraki Gives ERO. There was two people, and now we have a team of 18 that spans a wow. global presence. So we have a San Francisco Meraki Gives team, a Chicago-based team, London, and Sydney. And our goal is to increase engagement and participation across all of our offices, including our field employees, through GiveBack. And maybe just to help paint a picture, let's think about some of the practical things that Meraki Gives has historically done. I've been involved in a couple of them, volunteering with packing food. I think it was Marin Foods I did that at. And there was another opportunity to help with packaging meals uh, for a homeless organization in San Francisco. But it, I'm sure it extends much more broadly than that. What other kind of examples have we got? Yeah, absolutely. Marin Food Bank is one of our partners local in the San Francisco community. We have partnered with San Francisco SFPCA to help clean up the animal shelter. And we've done beach cleanups. And those are all local to the San Francisco area. Mm -hmm. We have done quite a few larger efforts beyond that. So we have a Habitat for Humanity trip that we have planned and gone on a couple years in the past a trip to Honduras. And then this year we were planning a trip to El Salvador, which unfortunately got canceled due to the pandemic. And beyond that, we've had employees who've taken upon themselves to teach surfing classes and in other countries wow. who have also volunteered with local organizations within even the UK office. I know 
during the pandemic, Meraki's London office transforms into kind of a production environment to create these face shields for relief of the the COVID impact. So oh, that's um, right. They had they it's had really those, far and wide. They had those fancy three D printers there, didn't they? Yes, they did, and that was a huge effort. And I know we had a goal of creating ten thousand of these face masks and who knew how problematic 3d printers could be but whenever they broke down then we had our meraki support team coming in (laughs) to help fix these printers and getting them back up and running yeah we haven't figured out how to incorporate those into the meraki portfolio yet but that's got to be an opportunity for the future so how many merakians are involved What, what kind of participation level have we got from a participation level we have a couple different buckets so merakians can donate time, which is one proportion, and then also monetary donations. With the time donation, Cisco actually gives employees time to give. Mm -hmm. So these are free PTO days that you can use for volunteering. And historically, that had been five days per year. Cisco gives employees to give back to the community. That has been increased to 10 days. And on the flip side, around donation matching, there's a big proportion of Cisco driving that forward. Mm -hmm. So with the company having a donation matching program, it was historically $10,000 and that's been expanded to $25,000, which is amazing. And with those two ways to participate, time and donations, last year we had a goal of 80% participation and we we're just shy of the goal. We hit 77% participation as a Meraki organization, wow. which is still something I am incredibly proud about. And across all of those individuals who participated, the average of engagement was 17 actions. So not only did we have 77% of the organization participate, we had an average of 17 actions that each one of those employees took, which is amazing. Mm. It really is. And to think that we've been able to keep this going and keep it healthy during such a challenging year for everybody. I mean, people have been dealing with their own personal challenges. Almost everyone has this year. I mean, how have you found it evolving as a result of this pandemic situation? So we have gone virtual for the most part. And it's been, I'd say, a challenge, I suppose, as we try to find new opportunities with organizations that have virtual volunteer Mm -hmm. opportunities. And we have partnered with a couple of organizations. Um, Due to the pandemic, a lot of students lost their chance to have internships or some of these summer learning opportunities. So we partnered with a couple of organizations, one being Collabble, to create this environment where we could mentor students, first-year college students. Um, also help with interview prep for some of these college students who are nearing graduation. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to find those partnerships where we can help educate um, our our employees around opportunities where they can participate without necessarily being in person. So I would say the in-person events have just completely shifted virtual. Mentorship has been a big fold for us. And I've heard in other parts of the world, in Sydney in particular, they started running these trivia nights in a give back fashion where you have a buy-in and then there's a particular nonprofit 
where the, those funds would go to. And that's been another fun way for our employees to be engaged um, with other people around them while making an impact. Very cool. So it's fantastic you've been able to adapt during this particular time. I guess one of the interesting aspects of this is that as well as Meraki Gives itself, I mean, that's one of the EROs, as you described earlier, but we also, of course, have others within the company. And so obviously Arian is here representing one of those that we partner with very much. And so maybe we make that connection. So what are these different groups and how do they fit together? Well, we have a bunch of different EROs, employee resources here at Meraki. We have QFAM and CAN and uh, Women of Meraki. And Mm -hmm. of course, CVP is is just another one of those. I love the way, you know, Karen's explanation is really, as you put it earlier, Simon, like an umbrella kind of covers all of these organizations, to be quite honest. Like if we ever have you know, an opportunity where we want to do some fundraising or we want to give back to the community. CBP, we can do it on our own. And honestly, a lot of times we do, but there have been times in Chicago before pre-COVID where we would partner up with Meraki Gives specifically because this is what they do. We want to partner with them and this is their expertise. So um, we've leaned on some of the leads in Chicago to help with we gave back to a, a homely shelter that was actually not too far from our office in Chicago in the West Loop. I mean, we partnered with Meraki Gives. We gathered donations. We had a whole chain of us putting bags together. This was around Christmas, actually, of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great partnership with Meraki Gives, and everybody partners with them. They're, again, that umbrella, that <laughs> the giving arm almost of like all the organizations. Definitely. And maybe, Arian, since obviously we're talking about your group as well very much, mm-hmm. maybe give us a little bit of an overview of that, its history and what its main focuses are. Yeah, so CBP Meraki is actually a new organization. We were once called Mosaic, and that was founded out in San Francisco. The Chicago office is actually new to Meraki, so when I got hired, I believe the office and Zan, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I got hired in October and I believe they had moved out here in August. So October, 2018 and the office opened in like August of that year, I believe, or maybe before that actually. Early on. That's true. That's true. Okay. Cause I remember them talking about it was cold. So it was probably like February, but either way, the office was new when I got here. So there weren't a lot of people. There were probably like, 50 or so folks, and that might be a stretch, to now it being over 250 in the Chicago office. When we first started, a lot of people were coming over from San Francisco, and I was one of the first, like, Chicago resident hires. So I met Dom, who is my co-lead of CBP Meraki Chicago, and he was the head of Mosaic in San Francisco. And so when he moved out to Chicago, he was trying to essentially still lead the San Francisco office's Mosaic and then build up a Chicago Mosaic. And so I was just like, okay, Dom, San Francisco and Chicago have two totally different cultures. We need to run this here you know, the way Chicago is ran and San Francisco needs to run things out there, how they run it. And then we can partner together. Like we have a full board of London, San Francisco and Chicago of CBP Meraki heads, but we all have our own individual boards for our own cities. But CBP is really a Cisco organization. It's huge in Cisco. And so we wanted to just become more aligned with the Cisco uh, name. So we dropped Mosaic 
and created CBP Meraki. And so I do have our mission statement. Um, it's the Connected Black Professionals Meraki chapter seeks to foster professional development and collaboration to support the Black community, friends, and allies at Meraki and beyond. So what we do is we really just, one, the, our main mission is really just to create a space for people of color, you know, Black, African-American, whatever they identify as, to come together, collaborate, really just at the day have a place to meet and mm -hmm. talk and kind of unwind and let it out for lack of better words. Right. <laughs> so that's really what we like. Our main mission is just create a space of comfort because being in the corporate world, you know that everyone, it doesn't look like you and the majority of people don't look like you. So mm -hmm. when you find people that are like you, you want to kind of be in that community and that's just kind of our spirit in general. But also we do give back to the community. Chicago, we're one-third Black African-American. So we give back within our own community here. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's something that we love to do. Today, we actually just did a talk for some students at Morgan State University, and we we're doing mock interviews for them. So we're just going to run through the motions of what an interview is like, and if they see anything on the Rocky job board that they want to apply for, we're shooting it out to them if we think they're a good candidate. So we're doing all types of things within the Black community to just help push and raise awareness and knowledge and education and things of that nature for the people. And like you said, providing an opportunity to just let it all out. I like that. I like that one. That was that I can so resonate with that in 2020, for sure. Mm -hmm. we yeah, all, we all need yeah. that in some form. I guess one of the other interesting aspects here that, that we, we definitely want to touch on and talk about is particular organizations or events, you know, points in time, things that are linked to the calendar in some way. Uh, and of course, we have a very important one coming up. This episode is going out on uh, November, I think, November 10th. And so right in the middle of November. Zan, tell us what's important about November. Man, Simon, where to, where to begin? <laughs> I'll give you the end of the end of where the story goes first, and then I'll give you a little bit of the, the backstory. So I think the, the opportunity having the partnership with Karen and Arian was really a thought process for myself of saying, you know, I really enjoy partnering with Meraki Gives in the Movember uh, effort the last you know few years to give you a little bit more backstory in a little bit. But basically, we were running the Movember campaign every year. And I was like, okay, I need to team up with Karen to take this to the next level and raise awareness. And then, you know, for myself, I personally was trying to think to, you know, how can I partner with basically the DNI community, diversity and inclusion community, which is really what the ROs, of course, represent. And uh, Ari and I have a a relationship that spans back since our time in the early days in Chicago. When, when I saw her really kind of take a leadership role in that organization, I was like, okay, this could be a great opportunity to kind of bring these worlds together. Mm -hmm. And Movember itself as a foundation, for those who don't know about it, I mean, its slogan at a high level is, men are dying too young, we can't afford to stay silent. That's kind of their campaign slogan this year. And then it represents men's health awareness and really what are we doing as a community to advocate for men's health. Right. You know, as a symbol, I think the, the mustache, of course, is kind of the fun culture component. Now, you know, where Arian and I were we had an interesting conversation about this, it was like, okay, like, we, we know uh, there are men in our community that are suffering. Uh, we actually know, I think, as a Moroccan community, we, we expanded that dialogue to the women's side of the house as well, because we felt like that was important. It's like, it's not just men suffering, right, you know, uh, from these things. Mm. 
it's women as well. But, you know, we're like, in particular, for the last year with the pandemic, we definitely saw through multiple studies and things around the world, you know, certain marginalized communities are far more affected. And that includes people within our own Meraki population. And so like, the question to me was like, how are we connecting the dots here for our community? And what can I do as a leader in all of this to bring together Karen and Arian and really, you know, kind of take this thing once again to a new level of awareness to not only get in front of the, like I said, the men that are suffering in the community, but also the women and also helping them get healthy. I and mean, that's really what it comes down to. It's not only suicide prevention. It's not only prostate cancer. It's not only testicular cancer. It's, uh, I think, in this day and age, mental health for all of us. And what are you yeah. doing to get your immune system healthy? I mean, that's really uh, top of mind for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, obviously, like you said, it starts with something fun that anyone can participate in and uh, have a go at growing something on their face, I guess. Um, but of course, it's like very serious topics that this thing is really trying to raise awareness of. It's been going for quite a long time, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. So the, <laughs> we've been doing this for about eight years since right when I uh, started. I think my, the first November. Yeah. So I started in January, the first November, I, I started the whole just, you know, general fundraising, um, trying to get together like a happy hour and just get people talking about men's health. And uh, if I know people in my own life that have been affected by any number of ailments, I know that that's a shared feeling across uh, the team. And I think everyone really gravitated towards that in the early days, as well as putting together calendars and making it a fun cultural event. But mm-hmm. every year we raise more money and every year we're trying to find ways to you know, expand the platforms, which of course is one of the reasons we're here today. Awesome. And this is, of course, just one. I mean, there's always something going on around the, the year to try to draw attention to and to raise awareness of. Karen, bring it back to you. What sort of other organizations have you seen us get involved with and could potentially become involved with in the future? Yeah. So on the Meraki gift site, it's pretty broad. So we have a platform internally called Bright Funds, where there's just a plethora of nonprofits where you can do your research and, and support. A couple that are pretty close to Cisco specifically is battling homelessness. We do this camp out and sleep out every year. I know there's mm-hmm. one coming up in the next couple of weeks here. And it's something that is near and dear to our hearts, I think specifically because of San Francisco when there's a big homeless population there and, and trying to combat that. So that's one of the big initiatives that's coming from the greater Cisco side. We've partnered with a few local organizations, most recently Shelter Tech. They do different types of community data that's available to everybody online. So if you go on to Shelter Tech and you're looking for different community resources, women's groups, youth programs, whatever it might be, they provide all of that information locally within the community mm-hmm. um, also to try to help some of those in-need in populations. Outside of that, I talked a little about this earlier, but Habitat for Humanity is another organization that we support um, locally within the San Francisco Bay Area. There's local builds in normal times where there'd be maybe 10 people that come together to help build a house for someone who's in need. And we partnered with some of the Cisco teams up in the Seattle area, as well as the Raleigh and Salt Lake City areas last year and did a trip to Honduras. There was 18 of us that participated. It was a one week trip where we helped build seven houses for local families. And the crazy thing is these houses that we built were like $15,000 houses for families of four. So it was really interesting to hear from 
the local community, meeting some of those families that were receiving one of the Habitat houses and moving forward. I think that's something that will continue to try to grow that partnership with Habitat so we can continue to help communities and bring in people from all over. From that perspective, a lot of the efforts have been local to the San Francisco area, um, which I've helped participate and drive forward. And out of the Chicago region, I don't know if, Arian, you have anything to share with past events that you guys have done and continued partnerships. I know Lorenzo was driving forward an initiative locally. Yeah, so Lorenzo actually just did something similar to that. I believe it was around Habitat, and I know he did that last year for sure. I remember because he got his car towed that day. Um, But (laughs) yeah, they built a couple houses out on the south side. I think it was just one house, but they just spent the day out there helping out. Um, I think, like, you know, for them, a really cool experience. And of course, I think Karen mentioned this already at Meraki, we get like a certain amount of volunteer hours. So, you know, it's no problem for you to go take a half a day or a day and, you know, go do that. It's like actually highly encouraged. So it's not a bad thing for us to do things like that, even as my team specifically, and I know this isn't really with EROs, but my manager is like, as a team, I want us to do some community service. So like, how can we link with Meraki gives or do they have any opportunities for us? Like we were to clean the river one day in Chicago. I vetoed that because I did not want to get in a kayak and clean that river. (laughs) But, you know, if they wanted to go ahead and do that, they could go ahead and do that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so that's kind of uh, Lorenzo. He's also a member of our CBP Meraki board. He's not a lead, but he is our liaison for other EROs. So we work very closely with him here and it's just been a good experience not to get into the whole virtual thing, but it's just a little weird now. Um, <laughs> and things have kind of slowed down, mm-hmm. but we're trying to do the best we can virtually a- as possible. Yeah. It's challenging for sure. And, and actually Arian, staying with you, if we think about mm-hmm. CBP and its work, I mean, do you affiliate to similar organizations outside the company as well? I'm just thinking about, you know, other ideas that for those who are listening who may be interested in something like that? Um, Not really officially, but we do get inside and sometimes we are able to partner with different organizations. For instance, a group of us are participating in Afrotech this year, mm-hmm. which is a huge conference that's typically out in San Francisco, I believe, put on by Blavity. And so our head of recruiting... Day Strong was actually able to get us a couple, I think about 20 tickets for the CBP members to attend. So that's just a full weekend of Black people in technology, connecting, networking, presentations, kind of like our version of Vegas when we go out there for our Mm -hmm. huge conference. Um, (laughs) But of course, this year is virtual, so it's a little different. So we do get to partner through our connections within the organization with outside organizations, but not super officially, you Mm -hmm. know. Okay. And Zan, yeah. if, if you think about uh, Movember, uh, that's obviously a, an organization in its own right at this point in time. So presumably there are sort of plenty of opportunity for anybody who's listening to get involved with that. How would you direct them? What would you suggest where they go to look? I would love if they are looking for a Movember team to join. We have a Meraki Mo Brothers and Mo Sisters team. So if you're out there listening, if you're a Cisco employee and you and your local team isn't running a Movember fundraising campaign, please do join the Meraki team. We'd love to have you. You can go to Movember.com or uh, well, I hopefully Saga, we can include that link. Let me disseminate the podcast yeah, on the blog. I've been posted on Twitter and Instagram and so on. So that that's one easy way just to kind of not only track your fundraising efforts, but there's also 
uh, several things that are part of November campaign that you can do, of course, hosting virtually this year. They had do a great job on their website, kind of walking people through like, okay, like you want to you know, basically do this thing. Here's how you can spread the word, but you know, they give you templates and all sorts of things. Uh, they also have a 60 mile challenge, which, you know, if you're looking to obviously up your activity and sync some of your, um, I think any number of fitness watches, if you want to, as a, mm-hmm. for instance, back to their uh, website to kind of track how you're doing there. So I think for us, you know, for those, once again, listening to think like, how can they take this to the next level internally for the, maybe their own company, the way we're looking to do, you know, I'd say encourage conversation, both Arian and Karen and a few of our leads and the other offices and our ME office and our ABJC office, they're promoting conversation and hosting guests and, and experts, not only about health in general, but also I think in Arian's case, Aaron, you can uh, talk about your guests if you want to get them, let's get people ideas here, but, you know, talk about like, once again, how does this, um, Current pandemic affect the the black community or marginalized communities. Like, why are they more at risk during this time? And there are a lot of different ways you can take it. I mean, I think for mm-hmm. us, we we really kind of plugged into our current Rocky Gibbs culture, our DNI culture, and really trying to uh, raise awareness. So, I just like look for those opportunities within your own team. Perfect. And Karen, I think one of the things that uh, would be really helpful to folks listening, or certainly anybody who's interested and maybe a little inspired by what they're hearing today, who's interested in sort of starting off an organization within their own company to support various different, you know, groups and various different needs that the communities around us have. What would be your sort of recommendations for how to get that started? You know, what's it like actually trying to be at the center of all of this? So for us, we take, I suppose, a very open-ended approach. So Meraki Gives does not have specific organizations or causes that we support. So we try to keep that really open-ended so every employee can have whatever they're passionate about and give back to that community or to that organization. So I would encourage everybody, if you have the time and you have the bandwidth to get out there, see you know what your interests are, how you can have an impact on your community. You know, maybe it's partnering with a nonprofit, maybe it's joining a couple of friends and going to the local food bank. Whatever it might be, there's so many opportunities out there. And it's just an ask that you can have to your manager or to your peers um, to see perhaps what they're doing and how you can get involved. Perfect. I think one of the things that's really impressed me with this uh, conversation is just how we've been able to really keep this thing going because a lot of the issues and considerations that we have about the world around us, they haven't really changed that much in spite of the fact that one very dominant thing has kind of taken over everything this year. And we know that that thing is ultimately going to recede at some point. And so super important to stay connected to the topics and issues that we really care about and give something back to really help in those particular areas. So all three of you, thank you so much for joining today. Um, Really do appreciate it. Thank you, Simon. Yes, thank you, Simon. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, everyone. Definitely. Thank you so much. And so thank you all who are listening to uh, the episode today. Really appreciate the participation, as I said. Uh, Super important topics. And so do please go and get involved. If you have the ability and interest to grow a moustache, get on with that right now. You've got until the end of November. And uh, who knows, we might even be able to get Zan to share a picture of his at the end of the month on our Twitter account. We'll have to see about that. I could be convinced. I could be convinced. (laughs) That's the spirit. That's the spirit. Okay, so thank you once again for joining us on Meraki Unboxed. Uh, Like I said, we do this every couple of weeks, so we will be back here in two weeks' time uh, with another episode. If you're not subscribed already, please do hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. 
Uh, also do go back and have a look at all of the episodes we've already recorded. This is number 38. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of topics that we've covered already, uh, a lot about the technology, but also about the people at Meraki. And so really that balance is what we're trying to strike here on the show. So finally, again, if you'd like to participate or you've got some feedback for the show, find me on Twitter at Meraki Simon and let's have a conversation. Okay, with that, I would like to wish you very well. Stay safe. And as always, we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks. Bye for now.